You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step by step how to meet and seduce beautiful women. Women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week long fling, or a long term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. And today's episode, we have an interview with Mr. Adam Galat, a long-time dating coach. He's been around for well over a decade and a very smart man at that. And I'm having him actually back on. He was on a few years ago. And we're talking about how to live a bold and interesting life and really diving into how that works and why that works in terms of attracting women, right? It's all about being able to create a lifestyle that women are attracted to and developing a personality that women are attracted to. So we dive deep into that today. And Adam has been honing in on these concepts for many years, so he knows what he's talking about. And he's a very interesting guy. He's lived a very interesting life, a long one at that. He's 57 years old, so he's got a lot of wisdom to share. And you're going to hear more about his background in just a sec as you listen to the interview. Just a few updates before we get into that. Don't forget that the audiobook is available for my new book called Magnetic, and that is available on Amazon. That's right, Magnetic. So you can learn how to cultivate confidence, become rejection-proof, and naturally attract the women you desire. This is a new book that is out, available not only on audiobook, but on ebook and paperback as well at Amazon. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check that out. So Don't forget to grab that. I know that if you're a podcast listener, you probably really enjoy listening to audio, and that's why I have the audiobook available, and that's why I'm telling you about it. So it is officially released. Go check it out on Amazon. Again, the book is called Magnetic, and you will get a lot of great, great action steps to learn how to become a magnetic person to be able to attract the women that you desire. And I have a whole step-by-step system that teaches you how to do that inside the book. So... Anyway, go check that out. And uh, without further ado, here's the interview with Adam Glaude and myself. We're talking about how to live a bold and interesting life. Hey, Adam, how's it going, man? It is going awesome, Lee. Awesome, Lee. I love it. Adam, we did an interview a few years back, and I do like to have repeat coaches on here and you are one of them because I believe that you have a lot of great things to say. We've hung out a bunch of times. I've known you for, I think at this point, like five or six years. And I just really enjoy having conversations with you and and learning from you. I think almost every time you and I talk, I learn something. And if I'm learning something, then that definitely means that the people listening to this podcast are learning something. So it's great to have you back, man. That's a pleasure, Boot. Yeah. So today we're talking about something that you talk about quite a bit, especially to the younger guys under 40. We're talking about how to live an interesting life, how to live a bold life. And I think that a lot of guys out there have problems with that. I think it's very scary to be putting yourself out there in the world to do the things that you want to do. People fear judgment. And there's a lot of judgment now because we're all online. So now we get to be judged on person and on the internet. Isn't that lovely? Mm -hmm. So it's good to have you to talk about some of this stuff because I think this is a big problem. What do you think? Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can go back to when the book, The Game came out, when Neil's book, The Game came out, and I think it was 2005 or six. And I read it and I'm like, what the fuck? 
Like, why spend all this energy faking like you're interesting instead of just becoming interesting? Like, that seems to be a much better approach. So when the game came out, I actually bought the domain, the higher game. I actually built a whole company around that, which is really how to build yourself as a man, as a person, so that you're naturally magnetic. Instead of trying to say something to you know, manipulate someone into being interested in you, you kind of radiate boldness. You radiate confidence. You radiate joy. You radiate self-fulfillment. You're doing cool shit. And it started for me, I think, way back when I first got single. I got married super young at 23. I got single in my late 30s. And you know, I just wanted to know everything. And I remember I was in a Starbucks reading a book on Tantra because I'd gotten very involved in the Tantra community and I worked with David Data for a while. And by the beginning, I was reading this book on Tantra and at least three women came up to me and said, what, what, what's Tantra? I've heard about that. You know, now I think it's probably out there a lot more. And then I was doing kiteboarding trips and then I was traveling to Peru to do interesting things with shamans and I was building businesses. And I was like, I was just, I got really curious about life. And so I just naturally had a lot of stuff to talk about. And it became more of a, I think you wrote a book called Magnetic. It became, yeah, being magnetic instead of trying to push yourself on people. And it's so much easier. And by the way, the, the, the side benefit is you get to live a really fun, cool life. What a crazy concept. Yes. And more sustainable too, right? Just like, well, more sustainable way of living. It's like you're actually a magnetic person. You actually have an interesting life. It seems a lot harder to try to lie about it or you know, just feign who you are. Well, try to sell yourself. And look, look, since it started for me, you know, I got started just a quick recap for people who don't know. So, you know, I taught poetry and writing at Stanford. I'm a you know screenwriter. I've had a lot of films on TV and cable. I know a lot about language. And so I got really interested early on when I first got single about online dating because I saw that no one knows how to communicate. People don't know how to use language. And I wrote a book for men. It's at adamgillad.com. You can find it. It's called Deep Online Attraction, which is about how to use language that women actually feel. And then I wrote one for women because they don't know how to use language that men actually feel. You know, women use language that they use to talk to each other and men tend to use language that we use to talk to each other. And so I sort of did a study of, you know, how different genders process language, what words, what phrases, what semiotic sort of nuances come through and actually affect you emotionally, you know, affect you aesthetically and not just sort of the kind of surface kind of language people use. And so that's how I got started in this whole game. You know, I never intended to be a dating expert or coach, but I was fascinated by it. I was good at it. I ended up on an ABC show called How to Get the Guy. I ended up being the guy because the woman on the show saw my profile and read it out loud on ABC TV. This is back in 2005, I think. And I just became fascinated by how people communicate. And so part of it, Trip, is, as you know, communicating yourself beautifully in a language that the other gender feels, but you also have to fucking have something to communicate, right? You have to be, I always say in my, I teach something called the boldness code. You know, boldness is really my key word for men because boldness is attractive to women. And I can get into the science of that if you want. But the, the key is you've got to be a train that women want to get on, right? You've got to be going somewhere in your life, you know? And so that makes you naturally magnetic. So there's two aspects, I think, to be really successful with meeting great women. One is really honing your communication skills, which I know you're great at, and also honing your life so that you're just naturally magnetic, exciting person. So how do you do that? Well, first, before we even go into that, I think I, I want more of a definition from you of, of what it means to be bold. Women are attracted to boldness. Why are they attracted? What is boldness? And how does all of that wrap into this idea of living an interesting life? 
Right. Okay. So the idea originally came to me, like really gelled from a book by a British professor named Richard Wiseman, who's really funny. And he has a book called 59 Seconds. And it's a bunch of university studies that show how you can change your state or someone else's state in under a minute. And there's a whole section on gender relationships. And the one thing that makes women attracted to men more than anything else is boldness, is a show of courage. Now, we kind of know this, right? We kind of know this intuitively. When I was a teenager, man, (laughs) I told my kids this, we used to drive around in these station wagons, right? Pre-SUV that had racks on top. And we would be driving down a highway and I would crawl out one window, seriously, on one side of the car, crawl across the top, holding onto the racks, and then shoot in the window on the other side where the girls were sitting. And they were, I would terrify them. I would stand on top of the car and surf with my feet locked under the rack on highways. I was an idiot. But this is what teenagers do. We, we have inexplicably stupid shows of courage because actually courage is sexy. So according to the studies in... I'm not recommending to do this, by the way. But according to the studies in his book, you know, women are attracted to men who show courage. I think we all understand why evolutionarily. So Just courage... Just maybe you share that because I don't that? know if every guy who's listening does. Oh, well, yeah. Well, because it, it, it shows that you have safety. You're willing, to take a, you're willing to take a calculated risk, right? You're willing to face down fear. I mean, as a species, as a mammalian species, you know, the female traditionally needed the protection of a male. And so if you show that you're protective or can undergo physical risk hopefully for something more important than showing off for girls. It's just the most attractive thing about men. It bonds women more closely to us. There's all kinds of funny studies. Like we all know back in the day, you used to take girls to scary movies because what would they do, right? They, they curl up into your arm and suddenly you're physically close, right? The hormones for fear are very close to the hormones for falling in love. So one of the suggestions he makes in this very scientific book of university studies is one of the best dates you can take a woman on is, and I think people know this intuitively, roller coaster, cliff sidewalk, walk over that Katsilani Bridge, I think it's called in Vancouver. They actually tested how women felt about men at the beginning of the bridge and after the bridge, before a roller coaster ride, after a roller coaster ride. So if a man stays steady in the face of fear, it's very sexy. If a man takes calculated risks, it's very sexy. If a man makes his will felt in the world, it's very sexy even if they're jackasses, as we currently see in American politics, right? David Data, who I was partners with for a couple of years, used to say that a woman wants to see the killer in you, right? That doesn't mean that she wants you to be violent with her, just the opposite, that you have the capacity to make your will felt in the world, right? And he says, the way you penetrate the world, women will sense is how you will penetrate them Mm -hmm. with all the implications of what that means. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do we make this part of our life? I mean, you know, we're not going to be fighting lions. We don't maybe have access to going to roller coasters every single week with these girls or scary movies. So how do we show this in a more sustainable way uh, throughout the dating process? Right. Well, it's not even the dating process. It's your own fucking life. Like, you know, how are you pushing your edges? So I I have a program called uh, How to Inspire Love. So I've gotten very interested in what love actually is. And I always say that, you know, why, why settle for commitment when you can inspire devotion, right? 
And so what does that mean to inspire devotion? You've got to be an inspiring person. So in that program, I have, you know, I have 12 videos on how to inspire yourself across 12 areas of your life. So whether it's you know, growing emotionally, pushing your edges emotionally, facing down your shadows, developing your self-awareness, your equanimity, your ability to respond rather than react, like grow yourself up emotionally. What about spiritually? What does that mean? Grow yourself intellectually, grow yourself physically, grow yourself socially, grow yourself economically, right? Across your entire life, how are you going to push your edges of what's comfortable for you, right? Because you know what's not sexy? A guy who's comfortable, right? A guy who doesn't push his edges, who doesn't take risks. Risks are sexy to women. So it's not so much even doing it with a woman, but doing it in your life. And that's actually going to inspire women to want to be close to you because you become a more attractive male to them. I want to really underline something because I think it's a big fucking lie out there and I hate it, which is, you know, guys love to talk about, you know, be the alpha man, be the alpha man. There's a lot of science that says, number one, it's, that doesn't work in human species, right? There's, it's, 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 a, it's a transfer from chimpanzees that doesn't really apply to us. Women often do not find alpha men sexy, right? A certain kind of woman does, but do you really want to be with her? What's the definition of an alpha man in that case? The, the way that people use it is, and, and, they, and they love to market it because it makes guys feel good about themselves. It means like domination over other guys, like having authority over other guys. In my experience, man, the great women in this world, the ones who will make your life a garden of earthly pleasures are the ones who are inspired by how you're alpha over your own life. It has nothing to do with other people. Mm. Right? I think it's a huge social lie. Sometimes it works. But what they really want to see is that you have dominion over your fears. You have dominion over your insecurities. You have dominion over your choices, right? And that you know how to push your edges so that you're really growing and becoming a man they can admire and be proud of. So not so much authority over other people, but real self, what I call be the king of your domain, three feet circumference around you, like own your fucking life and make something of it. That is sexy. Yeah, that is sexy. And that's hard too. You know, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I don't know what else to do, honestly. <laughs> what, Why is it hard? what else do you do with your time, right? Might what the fuck else are you going to do? <laughs> it's like, like, seriously, what else do you do? You watch Netflix. Right, um, right. I like Netflix, by the way. I'm not putting it enough. But I mean, why, why do you say it's hard? Well, I don't think it's something that, that happens overnight. You know, It's something that you got to work on constantly. I'm not saying it's hard in the sense where people shouldn't try it. You know, But I think that a lot of people struggle in that area. I think, I think a lot of it is also them having like paralysis. It's like they're sitting there and they're like, all right, well, where do I begin with that? Because it's Great. a very overwhelming, overwhelming idea. It's like, well, Good question. so many paths, so many ways to go and do this. Where do I start to be the alpha in my life in the three feet circumference, which is what you're saying? Yeah, well, you pick one and move with it. That's, that's my advice. You know, pick one thing. Go to a weekend workshop, go to a Mankind Project, go to a Higher Game Weekend, go to Landmark, go to a Tony Robbins thing. You know, break out, first of all. That's on the sort of personal development side, on the emotional side. Go to a men's coaching weekend if you teach those, right? Do something to break out of what you're doing. Go to a meetup that has something interesting. Learn a new skill. Pick a skill. Go to, I mean, look, (laughs) I'm in LA, right? And so there's so many beautiful women here, you know? And so I always said, like, you know, proximity, what do they say about real estate? The three rules of real estate are location, location, location. Well, in LA, 
you can get into the fashion industry or in New York, right? You can put yourself among the right kind of people. Go to acting classes. Go, you know, there's a million things you can do to put yourself among the kind of women you want to meet and learn a new skill at the same time. I'm a huge fan of, you know, become more of a wine expert. Take a wine tasting class. Push your edges. You will find one thing. You'll have so much more to talk about and your energy will be different. Women can read that on you. I'll say that line again, you know, be a train women want to get on. Be going somewhere. So pick one thing. Pick one thing, start it, see where it goes, and then keep trying other things. Yeah. I mean, my, my girl and I, we just, we just did a stand-up class together, right? Like a, a three-month stand-up class. It was super fun. Now we're doing an improv class together. She's working on an instrument. I'm working on an instrument. We're always doing something, you know? Cool, cool. Yeah, I just started taking piano lessons, actually. Sweet. That's something I'm doing. That's something I'm doing. And it's, it's been interesting because I used to take piano lessons when I was younger. Yeah, and I'm back to it. And the hardest part is actually just sitting down and actually practicing. And getting yeah. down and, and, and really doing it, you know, getting in the trenches. Because it's not the lessons. It's not the lessons that make you better. It's putting in the practice every single day. Dude, I always tell the story. My piano teacher, when I was in high school, rented a place up in the Pocono Mountains. And it was on the next house or hill from Vladimir Horowitz, who was like the greatest pianist in the world. And she thought all summer long she was going to hear him playing. You know what she heard all summer? What? Scales. <laughs> he played scales nonstop. <laughs> Now, that's what she told me. Probably to get me to play scales. Right. Because that's the building blocks of getting better at piano, really. And it's the same with dating. It's the same with anything. Just, just keep doing it. Right. I'm working with a client right now. And we're doing what would be probably considered very boring stuff. Right now, we're drilling, having him practice, making statements over questions. A lot of guys, again, the conversations with girls, and they just rapid fire ask a bunch of questions. And right. Really boring, awkward interview that the woman has had a billion times. And he doesn't have any practice being able to, well, first of all, not ask questions, but also be able to talk about himself. People have a hard yep. time. So I'm having him do this thing where he is taking index cards, he's writing down a, a word, either a verb or a noun, and he's practicing using that word and then making a statement about it rather than a question. And we're just having him drill that. It's not sexy stuff, but if you can drill that, you're going to get better at being able to be faster at making statements in a conversation rather than asking a bunch of questions. Absolutely. Same with making like insightful compliments, right? We actually notice something about her and you can connect a guess about her personality to something she did or the way she's dressed. You know, you just get more insightful. They call it cold reading, but it's just really insight. You know, you just get better at it the more you do it. You know, I used to, when I was teaching men's coaching weekends, I remember in London, I had guys walk up and down the street complimenting everyone they passed for 10 minutes, everyone, men and women. And then it just became so easy for them to compliment. You know, you just drill, just do your scales. Right. How do you think someone can drill what we've been talking about here on, on this podcast episode? What can they do to drill becoming more bold or facing fear or living that interesting life? Do you think there's any exercises in there that you teach or maybe have an idea on? Well, it's funny you mention it. You know, I did. I, I have a group called the Bold Life Brotherhood, but it's a, that's a year-long program. And we do everything. We go to Italy, we go to Greece, we do all kinds of crazy stuff. But the idea is to push our limits, you know, to really get out there. And, and of course, you know, you go to Greece and you go into Mykonos and suddenly you've got great pictures and you have great stories to tell, right? So uh, let's go back to 
just pushing your edge, find guys. I mean, find a group, find a coaching group, find a meetup group, create one, create a men's group. Like you need, and I think these days, I think you need a group of people who also want to break out. You mentioned there's a lot of guys who are kind of stuck, right? You know, and I guess there's a lot of people who are like maybe in a job and the people around them, you know, talk shit and they don't have huge ambition. Those people are going to pull you down. So get out and get among people who inspire you and then hold each other accountable to do cool shit. That's where I would start. I mean, we have this new company called The Higher Game. It's not really out everywhere yet. We don't have a Chicago. I know you're in Chicago. We don't have a Chicago arm. But we're actually training people to push their edges and get super curious and play these games that break you out so people can keep an eye out for that. You'll be hearing more about it in 2019. So that's, that's like kind of what it's come to for me is to help people really develop skills. And I guess this is the, the last thing I'll say is my work all these years has come to the notion of skilled play. You know, a lot of guys get worked up about dating and they think it's like hard work, right? Or people always talk about marriage or relationship as work. I always bug me, man, because I know what work is. I literally dug ditches, built houses. I've done everything. And work is work. This is play, but it's skilled play. And I always say, like, why don't people, I mean, your guys maybe do listening to this. Why don't people take their personal life as seriously as their professional life? People go to all kinds of professional training and get degrees, but true human happiness comes from personal relationships. So why don't people put in the time to develop the skills? So that's what you do. That's what I do. You know, teach skills and look at this as the way LeBron looks at when he gets on the court. He's like, I'm not going to work. I'm going to play, but I'm going to play with skills, right? I'm going to bring skilled play into what I'm doing. And that's what dating and relationships should be. You've got to develop skills of communication, skills of conflict resolution, skills of deep listening, skills of authentic relating. I mean, I could go on and on and I do. I'll just, I'll put a pitch out there. I have something called the Smart Daters Academy where I, you know me, (laughs) I read a lot and where I take the top books on what actually makes male-female relationships work on both in dating and relationship. I read them because most people don't take the time to read them. And I do a video at the end of every week where I go deep into detail about what you can learn from each of these books. And these are really the top books. These aren't pop books necessarily. AdamGillard.com slash smart. You can try it for a buck. It's like 20 bucks a month. It's nothing. And you get sort of a, a rundown on the deep skills that make relationship and dating actually work. Because I know people don't have the time. I have time. I got nothing but time. My kids are grown, right? My kids are doing really well. I got nothing but time to read and deepen and you know, write and think and enjoy my beautiful partner, which is what I, all the things that I love doing. By the way, my son is the uh, uh, data scientist at Hinge.com. So those of you who use Hinge as a dating app, help, I was going to say send my kid to college, but he's already gone. Help, <laughs> help my kid retire. <laughs> it's a great site, by the way. But yeah, so I, I do all that reading and I sort of do a Cliff's Notes on the top books on relationship skills. And I see all of this as skills. I think you do too, right? I mean, you talk about drilling people. So oh, people... I mean, yeah, it all boils down to skills. And I think that dating and attraction is a skill in itself. That's something I've been talking about for a long time. You can, yeah. you can drill becoming a more interesting person, bold person, attractive person. You can learn how to be able to communicate with the opposite sex in a way that gets them attracted to you. You know, it's learnable. That was my biggest aha, by the way, which I yeah. thought a lot, was that it was learnable. I always, I always tell the story about when I was a kid, I'd watch the show called Saved by the Bell. You know Saved by the Bell? 
Was that the one with the cute redhead? Or that was go to the head of the class? No, that was, I don't know what that was. This was a Kelly Kapowski, Zach Morris. Nope. This is one of the, okay, this is, this is, I guess, after your time? After my TV. Yeah, after your time. This is when I was growing up. It was a show about a bunch of high schoolers and there was jocks and there was cool kids and then there was nerds. And that was a separation of the school. And so you'd have the nerds who would never get the girls. And you'd have the jocks and the, and the good looking kids who did get the girls. So I learned at a very young age that that's how attraction worked. Right, just from TV and from movies, is you got to be the good-looking, popular kid, which I was not growing up. And so then it blew my mind when I started reading books like The Game and all these other things that came on the internet, where it's not about that, and then it's something that can be learned. And that blew my mind, and that's yeah. pretty awesome. And then that made me realize that more things can be learned. You can learn a ton of stuff. Everything can boil down to a skill, and you can become a better person. Yeah, and then, absolutely. Yo, I had to learn everything. You know, I had to learn everything all over again at thirty-nine. I literally had to. I had never dated, so I had like you, man. I had to figure it all out from the bottom up. And then, of course, once you get into relationship, there's a whole That's other a whole set of skills. ball game. <laughs> those are the those are the really challenging ones because that's where you get that's where your identity gets challenged and all yes. the sort of habits and self beliefs that you are carrying that probably aren't true anyway come out into the light and that's where people get fucked up because they think they can hide and they can't you know you can hide dating you can hide being single but once you're in a relationship if you're with someone who's you know even a little bit conscious and self aware you've got to step up your own self awareness and your own sort of you know social skills so that she's well served and you're well served and you're not just bumbling along like an idiot exactly the learning never stops so don't think guys that it's like oh once you get the girl attracted and you've had sex with her that it's game over no the games are just beginning so oh yeah in fact in my relationship with my partner who's brilliant amazing gorgeous woman you know who's a, you know ran her own sort of center of awakening in the caribbean you know with yoga meditation all this other stuff you know, we get grumpy. We have stuff happen in our day. We sleep wrong. And we'll just, if one of us, you know, has that kind of grumpy moment, one of us will just yell, higher game. I was like, right. Thanks for the reminder. Or she'll say, let's remember what's real. Right. You know, this moment isn't real. This moment, I mean, it's real, but the, the emotion of the moment is passing. Let's not get caught. And it's so great to have that skill to pop out of the moment before Ooh. it spirals down like most relationships. Oh my God. I think that's the number one skill anyone can actually ever have is to be able to stop <laughs> that. And basically, you, it's, it's the moment of, of consciousness, of becoming conscious and not just being absorbed by an emotion in a moment, but being able to look outside of it, recognizing it, being aware of it. I mean, that's a superpower. That, and that's a skill in itself because you got to practice that. That does not happen automatically. Absolutely, buddy. Hey, listen, I got to pop. I have, I have, uh, we'll do this again if you want. I'm more than happy to. I love talking to you always. Well, great. Thank you for you know, taking the time to do it. We had some really annoying uh, microphone here <laughs> earlier, but we got through it. And we, uh, I think we did a good little episode here. It was great. Yeah, check out. Yeah, if people would pop over to adamgillard.com. You can see all my stuff. But if you're interested in that sort of getting the cliff notes of all these books, adamgillard.com slash smart. It's a buck, I think, for the first month and then 20 bucks a month. So it's, it's super. Perfect. Uh, I'm really proud of it because it's ongoing learning, which is what we both love most. Yes. Awesome. Adam, thank you again for stopping by. Appreciate you. And uh, maybe we'll have you back on in another three years. Uh, Hopefully sooner, man. Love it. Thanks, man. All right. Bye-bye.